It's the Benz Brunani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this Happy sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea we are go sipping yo Hard time scrolling for your long shorts You might learn something you never know Could let you find And she's one of a kind Don't say you mind, say you mind Happy New Year Happy New Year. Yeah! Happy New Year to everybody. I don't know when you'll be listening to this, but just wishing you um, just the best, actually. I just feel like 2017 was definitely a year for us to get things you know, set, like start putting the blocks down upon which we'll stand on. And I'm really excited because 2018, I imagine more people will, standing, will be standing up within themselves and just really living their best life. This is my wish. This is my prayer. This is my vibe for everybody. I'm really excited about it. So hi, hi, welcome, welcome. My name is Kalechi Okafor and this is SYM, officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as what? Suck Your Mum. Yes. I think like this is still catching some people off guard because they message me and they go, I really thought the name of the podcast was going to be Suck Your Mum, but it says Say Your Mind. But then I see the straws. Exactly. If you see the straws, you already know what we're doing here. You already understand what's happening here. There has to be a name that we can put forward to people that sounds legit. This is it. It's all about scamming. Scamming 2018. Rob this England. Rob wherever you are 2018. That is our vibe. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm super, super excited to be making another episode, especially an episode that kind of brings forth all of the things about the new year that I either find amazing or I find really, really frustrating. Um, let's just go into Share Your Magnificence first, I think, maybe. Let's start there. So Share Your Magnificence this week and the last, well, the first one of the year is dedicated to S.C. Pine, um, also known as The Constant Truth on Instagram. I am just in awe of Essie. Like, she's a baby girl. Like, she's just everything. Her abs are to die for. Her bum is to die for. But the best asset that Essie possesses is her heart. She is just an incredible, incredible woman. And it's so important to me to have black women around me just you know generally even just women around me that but truly believe in sisterhood they don't just say it for the gram they don't just pretend to like other women they genuinely in their heart of hearts do like other women they don't claim to be about sisterhood and send you emails that they're all about sisterhood but then the next thing they do is try to tear you down by weaponizing their platforms Essie is not that kind of pe uh, person Essie is just incredible really you know she started coming to my classes um actually go all the way back I knew of Essie when I was training when I used to train at Pure Gym I used to go there Pure Gym in Greenwich to train myself and as I was leaving she'd usually be coming in to do her training and I just got a vibe from her that she was very serious about her training and I liked that we didn't speak but I just respected that vibe about her then somehow we started uh, interacting on social media on Instagram and then she just decided that she was going to come to my classes 
um, one of my pole classes one week and then she came to a twerk class and then she just continued coming. So when I now um, decided to pack it in with um, a useless studio whom we shall not speak of, um, she was really supportive of my crowdfund, my first crowdfund and my second crowdfund. Like, Essie's all about like putting her money where her heart is. And I think that matters. So many people say that they support you. Now, I know that our financial situations are all different, but so many people say that they support you. But when you actually ask to see the fruits of that support, you don't see it. They don't retweet. They don't they don't repost. They don't do anything. They sometimes some of them don't even like your posts. Like you'll see that they've watched it. You'll see that they've interacted with it in some way, somehow, but they won't even give you that acknowledgement. And Essie is the opposite of that. Constantly encouraging me constantly sending me whatsapps just telling me to like big up myself and just keep doing what I'm doing it's such an old um older sister vibe that I really really enjoy and I cherish um it's just incredible and obviously she's a sick personal trainer so if you're looking for a personal trainer because I'm shying as much as possible away from training people in the new year definitely holler at Essie should she have the space for you because obviously she's in demand um I just enjoy the way that I see Essie training people um as a personal trainer because she sees it from my perspective or we see it from a similar perspective where you have to train people from the inside first you know, check that people care about themselves and are kind to themselves before, you know, you start the journey of, OK, what what are your goals? Because sometimes people's goals are very, very um ill-considered because it's based on the things that they're seeing on Instagram and things like that. And it shouldn't be. So I just really enjoy Essie's presence in my life, Essie's presence in the universe. She's doing amazing things and I just felt that the first episode of the year needed to be de dedicated to someone who believes so much in me and in us as women and most especially us as black women. So salute, Essie Pine. You are just an ultimate baby girl and I respect you and I love you immensely. Thank you so, so much for just being yourself and just being so cute. Um... That's my Share Your Magnificence, really. So Share Your Magnificence going to take a little break, a little detour and talk about the card that I pulled today. Now, the thing is, the tarot card that I pulled today for the podcast, um, I, I when I was shuffling, I set, I set the intention that I wanted to pull a card that would speak to us generally, speak to us as listeners out there and us as me and us as you, just speak to all of us, really about the things that we should be focusing on at the start of the year. Now, I pulled the Seven of Cups. Again, you know, I'm always saying to you, don't worry if you don't understand what the hell I'm talking about. It's fine because I'm going to explain it. Now, the Seven of Cups, the imagery, if you decide to Google it, you'll see is um, a shadow figure almost in a dreamlike state, seeing seven cups offering. Each cup has like a different um, apparition, a different um, kind of thing that's um, tempting. They're all kind of seven different temptations. And this shadow figure is very different to the other figures that we see in the tarot deck because the other figures are very full-bodied, very well illustrated. But this one, we notice that it's not about the shadow figure as, you know, usually the person that's in the card that we see is a representation of ourselves and it's well fleshed out so we get a better understanding of our state. But this one isn't. 
It's just shrouded in darkness. And the only things that we're seeing are the apparitions that are very, very attractive and really, really luxurious and sumptuous. And that's interesting. It's interesting because I think that when we talk about New Year's resolutions, which is what this card is giving me, the vibe that this card is giving me, um, that when we make New Year's resolutions, some of us don't make them to be realistic. We make them based on the things that we would like to have and would like to see. Um, and we don't take into account the state that we're currently in. Like, is it feasible? Are we going to make it there, you know, this year? It comes back to personal training as well. When I'm training clients, don't tell me that you want a body that someone has surgically augmented for themselves and they're posting it on Instagram and you're saying that that is your goal because also that is their goal. They didn't achieve that without having money and some silicone. Give yourself realistic, attainable, achievable goals. And then after you've got like the main goal, break them into more smaller, you know, time specific goals. And it just makes life so much easier I'm not going to talk to you about vision boards and this and that and this and that because we all have different ways of kind of realizing the goals that we intend for ourselves. But what I will say is just be bloody realistic about the things and then don't be drawn into images. Don't be drawn into kind of like how things appear. And Instagram is really, really bad for that. You know, a lot of social media is really bad for that in that you're only ever seeing the images that people have approved for themselves, that this is the version of reality that I want to put out. And that's not necessarily a, a, a reality that's substantial. It's just what they want to tell you. It's a narrative that they want to tell you. And we should just be careful of being lured in by these things. And also just setting yourself goals that are kind to yourself not setting goals that would mean that you are in a place of lack and you're in a place of resentment and hurt and sadness set yourself goals that every time you feel like a better person for having those goals and and for striving for them that's what you really want so just don't cheat on yourself because all that's going to happen is that later on you're going to feel down about it and then you're going to kick yourself and also tell yourself a different truth that, oh, well, the reason I didn't keep up with that diet is because, you know, I'm genetically meant to be this way. That's not necessarily true. You're just saying that to yourself because you didn't stick to what you'd planned and maybe you didn't stick to it because it was too grand and ideal. This isn't to say that we shouldn't have grand um, kind of goals for ourselves, but they should be goals that are grand and kind and achievable. That's, you know, what the Seven of Cups is really saying to me, that this new year, just don't be tempted by things that are not actually what they seem. Really, really look at it and really see if it benefits you. Same with your resolutions. Take it easy with yourself. Look at the affirmations. What do you want to feel like? Who do you want to be? Who do you want to see yourself as by the end of the year? Start there as opposed to setting yourself things like I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But that, how does that contribute to who you want to be or who you, you're trying to manifest in being? So, yeah, that's my tarot bit. My tarot bit for the beginning of the year. Whoop, whoop. So we move swiftly into So You Mad. So You Mad. What? So You Mad. That's it. So You Mad. And this week is very, very specific. I am annoyed at the guy called Nigel Bigger. I think he's a professor um, and a um, he's a professor of theology, I want to say. Yes. Nigel Bigger 
aka Nigel Bigot, as far as I'm concerned. And it's not coincidental that he's also a professor of theology, a specialist in theology, because when we look at the the, the brand of Christianity that was brought to oppress um those in West Africa and then enslave those same West Africans, we can understand the statement that he goes on to make. Now, homeboy Nigel doesn't believe that Britons should be guilty, should feel guilty about colonialism. That's what he says. He says we should stop feeling guilty about colonialism because there was some good in it. Some good for who, Nigel, you pussy clart? Some good for who? Because it wasn't some good for the people that were colonized. No, because now they only have Eurocentric ideals. You know, that's been so deeply ingrained within them. It's been passed on through so many generations that this is what they know. Like some places didn't some places became independent in my lifetime. I'm 31 years old. Like, fam, that's not something that was long, long ago. So don't try it. Now, Nigel doesn't feel like, you know, Britain should feel guilty about this. And it's a we should really start to think more in a more complex way. Like he says that colonialism was more complicated than that, that we, you know, the, than what we make out. Only fuck people would try to theorize and rationalize such inhumanity. And of course, it would come from a crusty, dusty old white man in academia who doesn't know what he's talking about, but he just doesn't want to feel guilty. And so he just wants us to not talk about it. And white guilt gets people killed. This is ultimately it because white guilt will silence, white guilt will erase, white guilt will ignore. This is the issue because you don't want to feel something. You don't want to look wholeheartedly at the atrocities that were committed in your name. You're saying to everyone, hey, 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 guys, it's not that deep. Let it go. Let's chill out. It can't be that bad. Now, I know that Chinua Achebe in one of his um, books, I can't remember which one I was reading, but he speaks of the fact that one of these um, historical colonizers said something like, surely we must have done some good in Nigeria, if only by accident. Yeah, but that wasn't from you. You know, that wasn't from you. That was due to the 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 kind of effervescent nature of those that you try to um, colonize it was due to their fighting spirit that some good came of the atrocities that you inflicted upon them that wasn't your grand scheme that wasn't what you set out to do you just set out to oppress and steal rape and pillage that's all you set out to do you didn't set out to do any good I remember one guy who's actually obsessed with interracial relationships a white guy he said to me oh but you know colonization only failed because you know we were kind enough as the British to educate you all and I just thought wow these are the lies that you guys tell yourselves and then you'll say that you're not racist because you like to date black women it's all lies it's all lies and fallacies and I'm not with it but the person that really, really annoys me is Trevor Phillips. Trevor Phillips, I'm sure he was the one that presented that show. Was it on Channel 4? How racist, um, how racist are you? Or something like that. And, or how racist is Britain? Whatever that show was called, it, I, it was just a mess. It was a shambolic, stupid, stupid show where 
he basically concluded that, oh, everybody's racist because he doesn't know the difference, I I guess, between prejudice and racism. Everybody has a bit of racism in them. This person thinks this of that person. But, you know, let's all forget it because all lives matter. Trevor Phillips is one of those black puppets that they bring out at opportune times to to kind of validate the stupid things that white people think and feel. No, he is detrimental to our progress as black people because he will say whatever he needs to say for that check or for that moment in the spotlight. He likes to be wheeled out so he can say nonsense. And they're like all these white academics and just the average white person's like, woo, wow, that's so profound. See, well, if a black man is saying it, then it's fine. He tries to then convolute the two by going, I have no reason to support colonialism because this happened to my family when I was younger. But at the same time, I think we should take time to really analyse what the effects of colonialism past and present shut up trevor just shut up in it because you don't know what you're talking about and you are just doing your little tap dance for the white man them stop talking nobody asked you and even if they did ask you we didn't ask you we would prefer that you shut your mouth that's what we would prefer it's just infuriating that he says, you know, we should really analyse this because they, they, there has to have been some good and it really wasn't that bad. Look at the countries now. Look at what they look like now. Look at how shaky their infrastructure is now. How dare you? How dare you even try to chat? What are you talking about? Oh, but ever since, you know, Britain left these places, they've been unstable. Why have they been unstable? Because people were put in power upon their leaving, in inverted commas, who were only going to uphold that white centricism, Eurocentricism and, and oppression. And they only thought of themselves because they're working from a place of depravity. So they're just taking for themselves and their families and thinking, you know what, fuck this country. Country can suffer. I don't give a damn. For these countries to change, all of those people that are still left, all those relics of colonialism must be removed and they must be removed forcibly. If you don't want to get up, you're going to be made to get up. Get the fuck out because we need to start again. We need to start again and make these countries what they deserve to be as far as I'm concerned. Now, I took it upon myself because I thought, you know what? Some people are really, really struggling to un- like understand the effects of colonization. So I am going to write a thread. So I wrote a thread while I was at Berlin Airport heading back to London. And I said, in 2018, I'm going to choose a random white family's home and just move in with them. And I'm going to take the master bedroom and I'm going to ban them from speaking anything other than Yoruba. I wrote a thread about it. If you want to check the thread, go to my Twitter page. Come and see anger. Come and see triggered. They were triggered. The right people were triggered because it's like, well, if you showed up at my house, I would call 911. And if you showed up at my house, well, you know, you'd be arrested. Oh, why are you mad? Kathy, why are you mad? Why are you angry? Why are you salty? Because suddenly a hypothetical gets you so angry and you fail to understand that this is a lived reality for millions of people throughout history because of your rascal ancestors. But suddenly you're getting hot under the colour and your face is turning red because what? Not because you ate spicy food, but because I gave you a hypothetical fucking tweet. Get over yourselves, Sally. Get over yourselves, Kathy. Yeah, it's not about you. 
It's not about you. 2018, mood, vibe is, it's not about you. I will do what I want, when I want, and you're just going to have to deal with it because we've been having to deal with the repercussions of the things that your ancestors have done for a very bloody long time. Now, I go proper into this thread and it's allegorical in essence because I'm saying that imagine me, a whole Kelechi, rolling up to these, this person's yard and be like, yep, yeah. so I'm moving in and I'm having a master bedroom and you can only talk to me Firstly, if you're talking in Yoruba and also if you are bringing me food that I've asked for or you're cleaning up this area. Otherwise, don't step foot in this area. And every day I'll give all of you five slaps, not because you've necessarily done anything wrong, but I need to keep you subjugated. I need to keep you submissive. And straight after those five slaps, you're going to pledge your, um, your allegiance to me, Kelechi. That's what you're going to do. It's so absurd, yet this actually happened People fasted themselves up to do this to so many countries. And then you're talking about empire. You're talking about Great Britain. Fam, talk about that great in Britain. What makes it great? Because you're great thieves. That's what you should have been. You're great thieves. So if anyone wants to talk to me about, oh, where are you from, Kelechi? No, I mean, where are you from, from? Don't ask me where I'm from, from. I'm from wherever I say I'm from. And right now I'm from here, bitch. I too am from Britain because you decided to come and do your mix up, mix up in my country. And I'm, I'm in your country, getting my education and getting whatever the hell I feel I deserve from this country. You're not doing me any favours. Stop with this myth of the benevolent master because you weren't bene benevolent to any rascal art body. You just took shit and... As just a side effect of you taking shit meant that we had to find more kind of more advanced ways of navigating your oppression and here we are with beautiful humor with a beautiful sense of just creativity it's vibrant it's it's resilient this is what we have built we know your english language better than you do because sometimes when them uncles roll up from nigeria and they start throwing when they're throwing this vocabulary and i'm like rah is that in the dictionary but they know because they had to know if you're we we're, we're built that way as people as the black diaspora built that way to take what you have given us and make the most out of it as beyonce would say um, as Beyonce would say, you gave us lemons and we made lemonade. And this is why we're here. And this is why Black Twitter and all other sections of Black social media thrives because we're making the most of what we have. You do not deserve any credit for that. It is not complex and complicated because you had any doing in that. In fact, no, you were very basic. You didn't know what you were doing and we made the most of it. One of my tweets I wrote, if the news reporters approach me and they say, oh, wow, Kalechi, don't you think it's unethical to be living in someone else's house uninvited? And I'll say no, because I heard that they were consistently not seasoning their food. And so I'm just here to save them from their savagery. Because we all have to have an intent, don't we? We have to have a reason, a mission statement for why we find ourselves in places that we don't need to be and we start imposing ourselves on people because we're saving them from something. And so therefore, I am saving you from all of your dry ass food and all of your dry ass opinions. How about that? Because suddenly hypothetical is really choking you. It's really burning you. But it is what it is. You're just going to have to deal. And if you don't, if you know, if you've really just discovered me through podcasts or through Twitter, you might be unaware that one of my aspirations in life, when we're talking about goals that I mentioned in the tarot card, but this is a very realistic goal that I'm aiming towards. Um, one of my aspirations is to be a professor of post-colonial studies. 
pray for me because I don't know when I'm going to fit this in between winning an Oscar for Best Actress in a Leading Role and also the other things that I want to do, like playing Serena Williams in the biopic of her life. I've just got so many things that I want to achieve. Um, but somewhere in this, I plan to become a professor of post-colonial studies. Um, it would begin with me doing my master's in post-colonial studies. So I've been looking around and I've seen that now you can get a loan to you know, do postgraduate studies. Um, and so I'm going to probably take that up. But I want to do it because I think that we need to, firstly, we need more black women in academia because too often the ones that are there, people try to silence them and you haven't met me yet because you will not silence me. I will, I will fight up in your university. Try me. Every Friday I'm rolling up to teach my lectures in pum pum shorts and I want to see anybody that's going to tell me not to. I'm going to live my best life as a professor, therefore shifting the paradigm of what we deem as academic because I can be academic and still enjoy the very, very idiosyncratic things that make me me. Right. So that's what I'm aiming for. So please, I beg, pray for me. I don't know when I'm going to get to that, but I'm going to get to that by God's grace before I leave this earth. So that moves me swiftly on to then suck your mum, a.k.a. straw of the week. Now, I don't want to give my straw of the week necessarily to Nigel Bigger, a.k.a. Nigel Bigot. No, my straw actually goes to, out to people like Trevor Phillips, who continue to muddy the waters, who continue to appease whiteness by telling them, oh, no, don't worry. We're actually OK. I know that you did these atrocities to us, but we're fine. No, it's all fine. And no, you're not the racist. We're all racist together. We all. Yeah, don't worry. Stop it. Stop trying to pacify the neurosis of whiteness. Let them live in the shame of the things that have been done. Don't tell me about the fact that I didn't do it. You know, I didn't personally go over to Africa and, and like, and like take people. I didn't, I didn't do that as an individual. So why am I getting the blame? You're getting the blame, Gary, Gaza. You're getting the blame because you continue to benefit from what was done. So unless you're willing to help me to dismantle this system that caused this to happen that caused these atrocities to take place and the imbalance continues to to thrive because we haven't found a balance yet because you're still talking to me about you're giving my country aid you're not giving us aid you're you're just giving us pittance from what you took and I don't want it stop you know that's important and I feel like there's definitely a theme of the things that I'm talking about you know, from the first few episodes of my podcast. And I realised that this is it. You know, I can't make it sexy. I can't make it glamorous. I'm talking about the things that I care about. And if you need the sex, you need the, the glamorous. You know the other podcasts to go to for that. But I have to talk about the things that I think we don't talk about enough. And that's just the very insidious nature of racism and racism being the father of colonization we have to address these things because it seeps into every aspect of our lived experience, whether we choose to realise it or not. And the more we call it out, the more other people will be made aware of it. My allegorical tale on Twitter was very, very straightforward. And I pray that Penguin, Jordan Peele, Charlie Brooker, whoever, whoever wants to make it into a Black Mirror episode or whoever wants to make it into, um, I don't know, um, the next Get Out, we need to do this because... And we need to show the absurdity of colonization and the new type of colonization that we see in the form of um, 
gentrification. We need to have these things shown so people understand how arrogant it is to think that other people need your presence in their life to make it better and to make it more civilized. Yo, I've got the treatment. I've got the like the the storyboard pretty much in my head of how this film should go. It's going to be called Kelechi Comes to Visit or something like that. And I'm just going to act out colonization by living in the home of these white people and show and it should be out there. It should be a film. It should be an episode. And I really wanted to commit it to podcast before someone decides to steal my idea and claim that they didn't see the thread and it just came to them by some epiphany. Like some people decided to claim about my thread on do they know it's Christmas? They're popping off as white men getting hundreds of thousands of retweets for being white men saying something that white and black women have been saying forever, but they get all the recognition for it. And it's so, so funny. It's so, so wonderful. I'm committing my idea to podcast because I beg you I wish a motherfucker would try to steal it and not give me credit for it I know the rules of Twitter now means that if you write a thread it basically belongs to Twitter and they could do what they want it doesn't belong to you but you know what belongs to me this podcast bitches this podcast so now my idea is here I've mentioned the tweet it's all saved up in another cloud you can't have it you can't take it without crediting me But yeah, I really want this film to be made and I'm going to have a character kind of like Uncle Ruckus that speaks to the characterization of men like Trevor Phillips that are so, so deeply invested in making white people feel comfortable in in helping white people to ignore a part of their history. I, I honestly feel like if the average person, average British person was taught during their education in primary school, secondary school, whatever, they were taught actually about colonisation, they wouldn't be as uppity as they are now, feeling like, oh, my country, my country, your country what exactly? Your country wouldn't be where it is. This rascalite industrial revolution that you speak of, what brought it about? What brought it about? Was it not slavery? You didn't all just get up one day and suddenly have money to be investing in making sugar and what else? Stop trying it. Stop lying. We're over it. So my straw goes out to Trevor Phillips and all the other coons like him that like to talk about, oh, you're being too harsh. And there are some benefits to colonization and there are some benefits to racism. There are no benefits for those who were colonized and those who are suffering under racism. There are no benefits for us to stop lying. And you know what? What? No matter how much you suck up and no matter how much you lick the balls of white supremacist patriarchy, you will never, ever transcend your race. You will always still be a black man or a black woman. You'll always still be that. So stop begging it. Start living your truth. Stop living a lie. So a straw, the first straw of the year goes out to Trevor Phillips. Suck I wouldn't even say suck your mum because I just feel like you need to suck the mums of all of the people that you're so, so invested in protecting because I know that their pussies are sour and I want you to suffer. Yeah. So that's it. That's all I have to say up in this bitch. What? No, that's that's pretty much it. That's who my straw goes out to. Trevor Phillips, suck all the all the ancestors mums that colonised states and enjoy their sour pussies because that's what you deserve. You need to have your mouth shrivel up from the acidity of their poussoirs. Yeah, that's what I wish for you. That's definitely what I wish for you. So that's it, I guess. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! I wish you 
all of the ferocity you need to make 2018 the best year of your life. I want you to do all of the great things. As you're listening to this, anybody who's listening to this, wherever you are in the world, I'm saying it upon you that you are going to slay this year. Even if it doesn't feel like it's starting out the way you want, shake it off because you are destined for greatness. You are great. Yeah. So don't let any motherfucker tell you otherwise. Claim it. Own it. Own your greatness. Whatever you want to start this year, plan it. Plan it well and go forth and prosper. Like we believe in you. You've got this. I keep saying this to you in a podcast. You need to get up and do it. Do it and don't be fearful because fear is never your friend. The things that you deserve are past your comfort zone. So go past your comfort zone and go and get what you deserve because you know what? Other people have been doing that for centuries, getting things that they don't even deserve and they're enjoying it now and they're telling us that we've all got an equal start in life when we don't. So you go out there and be audacious in the things that you want. Do it. I dare you. Happy New Year. I have been Kalechi Okafor and this has been SYM, officially known as Say Your Mind and unofficially known as Suck Your Mom. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow me on at Kalechnikov and you can follow the podcast also on at Say Your Mind Pod or is it at Say Your Mind Podcast? I keep doing this, but you'll know it because I'll put the tag at the bottom you'd think by now I'd know the handle of my own fucking podcast but I'm going to make sure I put it um in the description of this show so yeah thank you so so much for listening I wish you all of the best for 2018 but obviously you'll be hearing from me next week with some new shenanigans and some new fuckeries I imagine and love you all greatly have the best time in this year peace it's the Ben's Punani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this so Sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea we are gonna sip it, yo Hard time scrolling for your long trots You might learn something you never know Collect you find, and she's one of a kind Don't say you mind, say you mind